capturing the world. Hey, what's going on, guys? This is David Carmichael II, and I am back with another great episode of the Caption the World podcast. I have another great special guest, man. His name is Zach Hines. Um, he has a band by the name of Fortresses. I'm going to go ahead and read his little bio right here real quick so y'all can know who I'm talking about. Y'all probably already know who I'm talking about, but for, for those that don't know, I'm going to say his little bio for y'all, man. So Fortresses, a live instrumental band directed by Zachary Hines II, focusing on playing original jazz, funk, soul, afro beats, and hip-hop compositions. The group collaborations with many artists and local organizations, including Seed to Hope Productions, Downtown Hampton Development Authority, Beauty for Ashes Contemporary School of Dance, Big, Brother, Big Brothers, Big Sisters Urban League, City of New Purnew, City of Norfolk, and many more. Fortresses provides a fresh perspective to a legendary music farm. Form, my bad. So yeah, man, Zach, man, how you doing today, bro? I'm just so glad to have you on the podcast, bro. Yeah, man, it's an honor and pleasure to be here, man. Always good to um, connect with you and capture the world, you know. Honestly, I'm looking forward to the festival coming um, next month, the Capture the World Festival. And um, I'm happy that I'm able to be here with you to help not only, you know, have a good dialogue, but also share more with people what, what we're working on here in our community. No doubt, no doubt, man, for sure. So um, this is actually your second time performing at the festival. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we got a lot of good things in store this time around. Um, so, yeah, man, so... I also want to say, you know, we also went to the same high school, mm-hmm. went to Heritage. Yeah. I don't know. We we, we had to have crossed paths. Because what year did you graduate? Um, I came out of Heritage High School in 2006. 2006. So I came out oh nine. So It might have been a year right a there. Year, a year or two, yeah. A year or two that we probably crossed paths. So, yeah, bro. So, so how was Heritage for you, man? Like, you know... Um, what things were you involved in, you know, when you were in high school? When I was in high school. And come up, come, come up to the mic a little bit for me, man. My bad, brother. You good, you good. When I was in high school, I, um, I was in the marching band. I was in the theater program. I was a peer mediator, peer counselor. Um, I was involved in anything, you know, and everything I could for real. You know, I tried to stay involved. Um, a lot of community service and things like that. Um, I was a tutor, you know. Um, yeah, man, I did a lot of stuff in high school, man. I kind of stayed, I kind of just stayed busy. No doubt, no doubt. So your your sister Imani, y'all mm-hmm. y'all the same class? Y'all, she older than you? Or? No, I'm two years older than her. Okay, okay, cool. She cool. coming in 08. Oh, hey, okay, that's right, that's right, that's right. Okay, no doubt, man. So we have a lot of things in common, actually. Mm-hmm. We went to Heritage. We both the second, right? We got yeah. businesses. Yeah. So we you know we kind of already locked in already, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? So, um, but I can say you know I met you last year at Charm Lounge, and I got a a chance to see you know your your band perform, and you know I was very um, inclined and and you know very um, just appreciative of, of seeing that, and um, you know I definitely appreciate you coming out last year. And like I said, definitely um, excited for you to come out this year. And, you know, I definitely appreciate you, um, you know, mentioning, 
your you know artists that perform with you, such as Khalif Bryant, um, West Staff, and uh, Jay Free. Um, so yeah, man. So let's get into that. So like, well, before we talk to talk about your band, let let's talk about how you actually got into music. I know you say you got you was in the band, but what made you want to get into the band and kind of like build on that? <clears throat> well, <clears throat> I believe that. You know, we're blessed with, you know, the ability to make music, all of us in the world. And um, I took my talents. Uh, were there for me in times where things didn't make sense, you know. I was able to hear myself think with music. It was a way for me to express how I was feeling and what I had to say, you know, where there were no words. And it allowed, to, it allowed me the opportunity to take the words that I have and magnify them in a manner that they can truly be felt and understood by people beyond beyond my own language. Um, I'd like to believe that music truly is the language of mankind, that it crosses all borders of um, ethnicity. Okay, okay. Um, I mean, I'm, you definitely, you really like described that really well, man. Like, I feel like music definitely does bring people together. Um, especially different types of music. I think some people might have like favorite genres of music and they might dismiss other ones because they might think it's, they just don't like it. Or they just, some people think might think like hip hop is not real music. Like, you know, if I watch documentaries about hip hop and people that didn't understand it, didn't think it was real music, but those people are actually telling stories, you know, coming from where they come from. I just think like overall, you can't really dismiss any genre. I think every genre has a story to tell. Everybody has a different background. So um, I think, you know, by understanding different backgrounds can help you understand different genres of music. You know what I'm saying? Um, But overall, I definitely can agree with you on that. So let's talk about, um, all right, as far as the band. So how did you... I guess the first time you had the band, like, all the were the members that you started with still with you, or you just you started with some people that you kind of added on along the way? Like, how did that <laughs> go for you? So, I think Forges is kind of starting like 2013, 2014. Okay. And, um, because I want, before you answer, I'm sorry, I want to say that, did you, well, your intentions were to start music on your own, or you already ha- you always had an idea about having a band. Well, I'm musical. Okay. Musical's destiny is harmony. So, me being musical, it was only a matter of time before my music would be shared, because mm-hmm. that's what music is. With the advent of modern technology and communication, it became even more easier to share music and thereby making me even more responsible to get along with the process of sharing it. So, you know, my peers could also being musical people, you know, as we're together, as we come together to spend time together, there's a greater mission to bring music to the people who don't have the time nor a present ability to express themselves enough to uplift the lives and hearts of the people around them. It's but a blessing even beyond that, that there's other independent businesses and uh, organizations, private and public, that have a need for this same blessing and also do not have the time nor energy to bring forth such a thing. So in this time, it's 
you know, we want to become more aware of how we are properly allocating our resources so that these types of blessings that people seek in their day to day lives can be brought to fore. Um, things are changing so fast and people change every year. Every season, the members of Fortresses are different, not because it's a, a cohesion issue, moreover, the fact that it's not everyone's life decision to be a musician, mm -hmm. you know, and have a musical life. Right. Although I will say that one consistent member of the ensemble is Lauren Sawyer. Um, as my godbrother, man, I grew up with him. And um, we, when we were young, we met because our parents were together in the school system. And um, they all were close friends and grew up. So we met, we were children. And we was like, we realized we were both musical people. Mm -hmm. And I was like, all right, man, one day I'm going to have to have a band or something. And when I do that, I'm going to call you. And he said, okay. And that was that. We was kids, you know, whatever. Things are simple when you're young. Right. So when I graduated from college and it came time for me to have to have a band because it was a need for me to have one, I called him. And I was like, hey, yo, bro, band time. And he was like, okay. And that's pretty much how it is when, I don't know, when you live life authentically, you tap into your gifts and you live with them up front. Like a lot of people have hidden talents that become an obstacle to their day-to-day -day existence because they're not taking time to express their creative selves naturally through their lives. The same way there are many people you know in your day-to-day -day existence that even may have nine to fives or work in education that continuously find ways to embrace their creative ability. So when you know those people are and you have them and you love them and you care about them they're in your life, when it's time to be creative and there's a need for creativity, you just say, hey, let's do this. And a creative person generally is like, oh, with it, because it's time to be creative. Right. There was a need in our community for music. There was a need in many of our communities for music and live music. Um, as technology began to continue to advance, it got to a place where people were complacent with what was being fed to them through their headphones, being fed to them through the algorithm. And it stopped being about live occurrences and natural appearances in life on Earth. So... It seemed like an excellent opportunity to super focus on that and hyper focus on creating music in the present that is emblematic of these changing times. Because since we've been growing up, the world's been really changing in humanity at a very accelerated rate. So much so, in fact, that we have to remember that it's only been, but 30 or some odd years. You know, we've been alive at so many things have changed so fast. You want to kind of keep us grounded and not playing music together naturally and make it a practice of coming together and creating together and creating original music based on the people that come and go as life goes on because a lot of artists come into fortresses when they have their first time experiencing performing live or with an ensemble and they gather a lot of key experiences and bring a lot of their talents to the dialogue that strengthen it and make it unique as to what it is. And then they go on to pursue their own successes and their things. And so it's just like, it's a byproduct of consistency. By myself making the decision to continuously practice um, every once, at least once a week for the past, what, I think 11, 12 years now. Mm. And making it open for anyone to join me in my practice and match me in my consistency. Something like Fortresses does exist. If one day you decided that all your friends and people that are close to you, if they wanted to stay in your life and hang around you, they'd have to raise their consistency level and seriousness and dedication to their vision. And you stuck with that. 
what would happen? What would happen if you made that decision in the faces of everyone you knew? And it's like, you know, that's what happened. Okay. And I didn't call it for this as a front. That was just a decision. Yeah. But then I got that check and the bank said, you need a business. Yeah. And I was reading Plato at the time, The Republic. Okay. And it talks about how the guardians of our society should build the foundations of their fortresses with music. So I was like, fortresses. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, I hope I answered the question, but also gave some insight as to. No, nah, that was, that was perfect, bro. Like, um, and now one thing I wanted to, I want to key on when you mentioned about how, um, you know, technology, technology is, um, accelerating at a high rate of speed. That's true because we, you know, we're in our thirties and, um, you know, I think our generation was was probably, or it still is, one of the most unique because I feel like we, we we've lived through, we've seen the beginning of like the internet mm. from the dial up, you know, you know, dial up internet and we, you know, the video games and how our childhood was that like the Nintendo's, the, the original PlayStation, and having to make sure our mom went on the phone mm-hmm. and we That's had to use thing. internet. You know what I'm saying? So we've seen the beginning of that, right? And then it developed into MySpace and then Twitter and then Instagram, Facebook. Now we got TikTok. And at our age, we're we're using that still for our businesses and for us to connect. You know what I'm saying? It's just crazy how we've we've kind of were born into that and seen Mm -hmm. how fast it accelerated. And we're still at an age to where we still know how to utilize it mm. we're not that old to where we don't understand it because we grew up in it so the more it changes the more we know how to what's the word i'm looking for um to adapt to it yeah you see what i'm saying so even this podcast like me even being able to learn how to create a podcast on mm. this youtube how to do a podcast youtube how to what you know what what's some good mics to start off with how what program that do i need to record didn't take me long to learn. I feel like I'm a fast learner. Yeah, we look You see what I'm saying? <laughs> so, um, you know, overall, just to add on to that part you said, man, um, you know, technology is definitely a blessing and it's, it's better than ever these days. I feel like if you want to do something in life, you have no excuse at all. Like, you have a lot of resources to start out with and um, I feel like everything is at, is at your expense. You know, you can really go out and get it if you want to get it. You know what I'm saying? You can so, capture the world if you want to. Sure, <laughs> for sure, for sure, man. Um, so, yeah, bro. So, um, I also read that. Um, all right. So, the FPCAD, right? Mm-hmm. Um, let's tell us a little bit about that. Okay. And what it is and, you know, why it's important. So, Forges' full name is for Forges' Progressive Community Artist Development. Right. And that is like the process of Fortress's existence. Like, so people on the surface, they see Fortress's the band, or they call it Fortress's Live. And that's like, you know, the operating arm that people see at the shows. You know, that's the final byproduct that people might get when they are like, oh man, you know, Zach, come to our event, you know, and bring music. We need sound equipment, da 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 da. Well, in those times, people need one thing, need other things. So they're going to need their their music, they need their performers, any other kind of stuff. And so, or whatever I come with live performance-wise, we just call it Forgeses. That's fine, you know. You know, make a brand, let it stick. But the symbols, you know, align themselves. I could be whatever, let God 
awaken them to the monolith of the concept, if you will. But the real mission is that creatives should have subsidy. Creatives, you know, should have viability in business spaces. The value of creativity should be recognized and budget should be set aside consistently for entertainment and creative uh, facets. Not just the music, um, but writing, you know, visual arts, dance, uh, photography, all the forms of creativity that people are uh, taking for granted by using technology, AI and things like that. Because I don't really have a problem with that. I have a whole topic. But you have a lot of people who haven't taken the time to cultivate their skills and their craft. And you have a lot of people who want to strengthen their skills and their craft. But as time continues to go on, and we mentioned technology allows us to do a lot of creative things without the effort or ability. You take away the livelihoods of a lot of creative people and individuals who operate within the creative fields. Mm -hmm. But the deeper thing to me about creativity and people who work in creative fields often aren't just working in creative fields because it's a good, viable place of work and revenue, but it's because it's a thing that they found to keep them alive. So with that in mind, with something like that suffering, the hearts and spirits of our people suffer at the same time. So it, it hastens us to want to find solutions. But the challenge with finding solutions to a creative issue is a lot of people, when it comes to business, need to see it first. Mm -hmm. But if people aren't incentivized to come together to brainstorm and create something that can bring about the idea of prosperity or our capitalist viability, if you will, you see, right. our return on investment and all those kind of things. We have to find a way to have these dialogues with each other creatively to encourage each other to perfect our craft, you know. We have, to, we have to have the individuals who treat their art as a hobby, but they wish for it to be their career, learn the tools that it takes mentally to turn that hobby into a consistent working thing because you can get the money, you can get the investors, you can get the opportunities all day. But if you're, if you're not in a position to create consistently that this is part of your lifestyle and you have an understanding of the work, not only that, but also knowing that you are surrounded by a community of creative people could you do more? So many people are young and they have the dream of using their creativities and God-given gifts to create change in their lives. But throughout their growing up, they're often dissuaded from pursuing careers in that manner simply because of the fact that they can't find any examples or clear paths to the success of which they could imagine. But the more that we work creatively in this manner and show on the forefront that hard working consistently can make a difference in your destiny as a worker creatively in this community in particular, you know, you'll have more people, you know, in the fight, um, growing up with the motivation and the business savvy and the resources, technology, technological resources to make these advancements and reconcile with their insecurities at an earlier age and be able to take, take more confidence in what they actually have to offer. Um, long before the difficulties in life could take them away. So it's a progressive development because we meet every week, at least one time. Whoever's identifying as fortresses at this time or whatever gig we're preparing for, we have different additional rehearsals. It used to be, we used to practice every day mm -hmm. in the Moton Theater back in um, 2014, 15. We used to practice every single day at the Moton. 
Yeah. And now, but nowadays, you know, we meet at least one time, but we're also gigging so much that, you know, rehearsal days and are turning into show days. Right. But it's the progressive development. It's the community building aspect, you know. Um, I can't say that I'm just yet blessed with the large facilities to house everyone's independent business and they can not everyone can have their storefront and things like that. But I'm at least able to provide a space for creatives and collaborators alike and those who are appreciators and elevators of the creative uh, craft in the fields to um, come together in a community manner on a natural state, like seems sometimes that creators and artists and things like that get together some places because they like to have to. But we want to come together because we want to, because we actually are friends and we work together in this co-working, co co-collaborating, co-existing environment. And um, knowing that when people come to shows, they see the entertainment as one thing. They might not see every single individual artist, the individual thing. They see us as one nightlife entertainment gestalt idea. But as we, if we have acceptance of this and we work together as one thing, we give the audience exactly what they think they're seeing and they'll be able to make a definitive statement about what they're seeing, guiding the results to, you know, guiding the results quicker. So as we collate, we strengthen the narrative. And so that's what makes it, you know, but it's continuous. It's a continuous thing, you know, the continued practice of coming together, strengthening the practice of unification, especially after this COVID time, the pandemic situation, yeah, sure. because we're having to intentionally come back together and make the choice to. So, yeah, it's, you know, it's a continuously evolving thing, especially after 11, 12 years of being in business, you know. Correct. Yeah. Yeah, man. I mean, you got to keep going. I mean, like, especially if you love what you do, and especially like how you said, um, I like how you said before the difficulties of life take them away as far as, and I think what you meant by that is maybe like somebody that's young that have a gift and they want to do something with it. I would think people like you and me and others that are actually doing something um, to create some type of inspiration and, Somebody, when we always look up to people, like I've looked up to different people um, to inspire me to, to do what I'm doing now, you know what I'm saying? And, and it's not even for me, it's, it's even more than the clothing brand, it's more, it's just about helping people. Like, I'm kind of I'm kind of at a point now, I just want to like connect with people and and tap into everybody's creativity, you know. I just love saying that, like, even with all the artists and the, the vendors just I love just seeing people doing something that they really want to do and but you know to go back on what you said I just think it's important to maybe be that example to maybe somebody looking up to us it's you know because it's always somebody watching you even you know it might be people where they first started they thinking nobody cares nobody's watching nobody's listening or whatever but some somebody's always watching bro like you just got to keep going. You never know who's watching. You never know who you're inspiring. And then, you know, by you just stopping, that's one less inspiration for somebody to to do something. You just don't, you, ne- you never know who you're inspiring, man. Man, you never know who's going to see or hear this podcast either. For real, for real, man. And so this might be a time capsule, you know. The things of which we have discussed in this time may be the panacea to a life crisis eons beyond our own time. For real. 
Yeah, it's the internet. Like we said, like back to technology again. Like this podcast, you know, God forbid I live a long life. But once I'm gone, this podcast is going to always be available to listen. You know what I'm saying? That's like, that's the the beauty of the internet. Whatever you put out there, if you meant to put it out there, it's going to be up there forever. You can create something that will last forever. Um, So... You know, some things that people might put on the internet they might regret. But you know what I'm saying? But overall, like as far as like what we do in our creativity, like the podcast, your your music, everybody else's music, you're putting stuff out there that is people you know, it's people that's not here anymore that we still listen to their songs. Like you're making an impact. You know, when you dead and gone, your music or clothes, movies, whatever you do gonna last forever. Mm. So and it's all about just creating just create, bro, because, you you know, everybody has something that, that they can contribute to the world. You know what I'm saying? It's always going to be something that you can, somebody can pick up a book you, you wrote 20, 50 years ago. You know, it's, it's been stuff that we studied in school that people wrote hundreds of years ago. You mm-hmm. just never know, like, what, imp, you know, what impact you can make on somebody's life by just doing what you love. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, our, um, out, our, our, but not, our art outlives us, you know. For real. For sure, bro. Um, but yeah, so I also wanted to ask you about, you know, something in the water. Um, I know I asked Khalif Bryant um, when I did the podcast with him, you know, how was his experience in performing out there? So how was it for you and the band, man, performing out? How many different events did y'all do with that weekend? We performed at the Seat at the Table event at the Mocha Museum um, on Thursday leading up to the event. And that was a really great event, very fancy. I'm glad that they had something indoors and was, you know, pretty sophisticated. We was able to do, we had a good show. We had a lot of different artists perform. It was great. Um, Q5 was hosting that event. Uh, Let me see. Him the poet did some poetry. TZ so dope rap. Um, Kello was there. He performed as well. He did a great job pulling together that event with the Urban League. Um, you know West Ave and Jay Farika we put there their thing. Um, we had Scoozy on saxophone as well as Mike G and Mel. And um, we even had uh, Codex Music Xavier Hendon. You know we got our usual standbys. My man Shala was there and uh, Michael Corder was on the bass. Lauren Sawyer, my man, was on the drums as usual. You know. It was, uh, um, we even had some special guest appearances that performed with us and sang with us as well. So it was a good thing. Like, I think it was a good event. They had speakers in the other room. Okay. Um, and I think they had food too. I don't remember. But I know they had a little VIP table in those area. And that was nice too. A lot of people came out and it was great. I heard they had helicopters flying overhead. They said they would made the news, which is nice. Good, you know, good for people to see. My mom could see. Her boy doing something. <laughs> um, the next day it rained. That was Friday. Yeah, right, so, Friday. So, so that happened. Um, I took a mental health day at the hotel. Um, the next day, Saturday, we performed with the artist Eris um, at the 24th Street stage. Um, I think uh, that was, uh, if I'm not mistaken, I think that was uh, Game Niles and Team Lamb put that together with with the city of virginia beach they did the stage um 24th street we performed up there uh that day was crazy it was chaotic the pictures looked nice i'm sure the footage was nice too but 
it was crazy out there. That was, was outside. Like, yeah, man. That was, was yeah. That was a nice day. That was the the best day that weekend. Yeah. Um, but yeah, my that, sister went too, and okay. she I think she liked it. She got a pair of shoes. She said she had a good time. So even though on Sunday it rained out so much, they canceled everything. But in spite of all that, the overall consensus of everyone that I asked. They said that it was a great time regardless. And that's good, you know. I hope that more developments come and that it continues to create a wave of inspiration and intrigue for the rest of the summer that continues on into the history of Virginia and how we do things culturally, especially um, on the coast out there, ocean, ocean front. No doubt, no doubt. And I can also say um, I feel like something in the water got it right this time as far as the so many things were being done to acknowledge all the local talent in the area um and, you know it was definitely more of a community festival this time around um you know like i said given like different stages different artists opportunities to perform even if you're not on the main stages at some in the water you know what i'm saying that was that was good to see like it was always it was so much to do man even if you didn't get a ticket you can have a good time. And, um, yeah, it just gave um, a spotlight to a lot of different artists um, in our area. And, um, you know, like, like I said, overall, man, it's just a good thing that he's actually, Pharrell's actually doing this. And I can just see it getting bigger and bigger and bigger every year. And I said the weekend, the one weekend where it's just, like, perfect weather, that's going to be, like, crazy, like, sunny every day. We can just get a weekend like that. You know, it's going to be amazing. Um, but for sure. So my other question is too, man, before we wrap it up, um, you know, one, one piece, piece of advice to someone wanting to pursue something in life. I know we kind of already touched on that, but if you can just give somebody like this one piece of advice, what would you tell them? Like, you know, how to get started? What would you say? If you want to change your life for sure. Do something every day. Create a positive habit for yourself. Create a new positive habit for yourself every month. Set a short slash long-term goal that you accomplish every year that's built out of all of the smaller accomplishments that you did that year. Create goals and set expectations for yourself and also pray and meditate and take the time out to forgive yourself when you don't really meet those goals because it's not good in the beginning. But as you set those goals consistently, you'll get to a point where you've mastered not only the thing that you set out to do, but you've mastered setting goals. And now you're part of the solution as someone bears witness to you and your natural state. They see you consistently accomplishing things. And it's a light in the darkness for those who are lost. Just be consistent. Yes, sir. Consistency. Consistency is key for sure. Like, um. You just got to keep going. Like I said, like we already been talking about, um, you know, doing something every day is, is definitely good advice. Even I just think like even if it's if it's not even related to maybe what you want to do at the, at the moment, just something mm-hmm. like a good habit. Like, you know, like if you just act, act, you know, doing doing exercise every day, something that can get you motivated to get there. You know what I'm saying? Don't create bad habits that can make you go backwards, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like new stuff that can keep you positive, up, you know, uplift your spirits, 
you know, I would go as far as to say, you know, eating right, you know, exercising, mm. just doing stuff that can boost your um your overall thinking and you know your your happiness. You know, your mental health that's important too. Because if your mental health is bad, you're not gonna want to do nothing. And I think that's <laughs> you know I think that's saying? the reason why that's the reason why I feel like that's a good strategy for being consistent because. Sometimes you be down. Sometimes you don't got time or you work too hard. You weren't able to do your thing. Or even if you're doing your thing, you don't, you're not feeling it. You're not feeling yourself or so humping your, the month out of the year. Well, you're just feeling really bad. It's just something ain't right. Maybe you have suffered a loss, breakup, whatever. But you can look back over your life and think about how when you're so down on yourself, you can be encouraged because you have accomplished so much. You know, you be like, dang, I haven't created anything today our last this, this week or whatever. But you can look over your shoulder at the mountains of things that you have manifested and you can even lean back upon the wall of bricks you've laid one by one each day. So when you're ready to rest in the shade of your own tree, it's there for you. So while you are wondering what you should do, you should do something. So when you're lost inside and you can't, you can be comforted by when you were wondering. Hey man, love it, man, love it. Um, so I got one more question to ask you before we wrap it up, man. Yeah, man. Um, this is a question that I, I ask all my guests. Um, so just relating to what you do in life right now, um, how do you plan to capture the world? I plan to capture the world by being consistent. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we're gonna keep look for those that's listening. We're gonna keep saying that over and over until y'all get it, man. Consistency is key, bro. Yeah, man. It is definitely is key. Just kind of being patient, being patient and consistent. Um, I think, I think everything is the way it's way it is for a reason, and the people that it's for, this message is for, this, this episode is for, the show that we're doing coming up is for. Yes, sir. I think it's going to capture them just fine, and that's a world in itself. I'd like to consider the world already captured, but when. The world comes around to check and see if I've still captured it. I want to be prepared to remind them. And that's what we practice. For sure. For sure, bro. Um, Yeah, man. Great episode, bro. Like I said before, man. I got my boy Zach Hines, the second man. He's going to be performing at, um, at the Capture the World Festival, July 22nd at Mill Point Park, Hampton, Virginia. Um, do you want to tell our listeners, you know, where they can find you on social media and where they can find your music, all that good stuff, whatever you want to tell to get uh, to everybody listening. Yeah, man. Um, first off, thank you very much for inviting me to um, be on the show. Um, but yeah, you can find you can find me at uh, at Z Hines two Z H I N E S two on a social media, and you can find the band at. Fortresses Live, F-O-R-T-R-E-S-S-E-S-L-I-V-E. Um, and the website is www.fortresses.org. Yeah. Okay, okay. No doubt, man. So, like I said before, man, or like I, I want to say now, you know, thank y'all. Thank you to all my Spotify listeners, Apple Podcast listeners, um, the YouTube listeners. Um, thank y'all for everybody that came to the festival last year. Um, definitely um, excited to see who's gonna come this year, who's gonna come that came last year, and then the new guests that's gonna um, see what's going on this year. You know, thank y'all for all the vendors that signed up so far, all the performers that that locked in. Um, definitely excited for y'all to see what's gonna happen this year. And um, 
yeah, man, on that note, I'm David Carmichael II at the Caps the World Podcast again. Um, get my boy Zach Hines again with Fortresses Live. Peace. And um, we're going to see y'all in the next episode, man. Y'all have a good one. Peace. Bye, y'all.